Please stay tuned for important disclosure information at the conclusion of this episode. It ain't what you don't know that gets you into trouble. It's what you know for sure that just ain't so. Great wisdom by Mark Twain. Stock market can go three ways, up, down, and sideways. Why is your portfolio only making money when the markets go up? This is Robert Kuhn. Let's get started. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you for joining us. My name is Robert Kuhn. I'm the host of Destination Retirement. I'm also the president and founder of Kuhn Capital Partners. We're independent. We're fiduciary. We are a registered investment advisor. Everything we do, if you've listened to the show in the past, you know, is we're going to try and make sure we deliver a profoundly different wealth management experience. Wealth management means, um, you know, it just means a lot. And, and to maybe even to advisors, it just means some different things. I think our job is ultimately to make sure that the plan that you have in place, uh, number one, can handle markets like we're in today, can make sure that your uh, retirement cash flow analysis and your retirement plan um, are certainly going to make sense regardless of what's going on in the market. So we want to make sure that first and foremost, and then we want to provide active management. That's ultimately, I think, the job of an advisor. It's going to be kind of a theme of the show today. We're going to talk a lot about that because I think it's misunderstood. So if you want to get in touch with us, uh, generally the first step is just to have a conversation, learn a little bit more about what you're doing, what you like, what you don't like at your current relationship, or if you're doing it on yourself or managing the money rather uh, yourself. We'll certainly have that initial call. You can set that up by calling 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. We just want to make sure that we're a good fit and that we can provide ultimately what you're looking for. So many people are reaching out, uh, and it's not surprising, I think, given the market, but give Paige a call. She'll set that time up again at 630-492-1912, or you can go to the website, kuhncp.com, making some big changes there. Excited about that, kuhncp.com. You can um, certainly look through the website. We have a lot of information. We're going to try to streamline it. We're going to try to make it easier. Um, that to me is uh, very important, especially going through kind of what we're going through today. We want to make sure that you understand our value proposition is different and what we provide for investors is different. And we just want to make that easily uh, digestible because in this business, there's a lot of big words, there's a lot of big phrases. And if you know, or if you've met with us or talked with us in the past, you understand that we try to mitigate all of that because we're here to help everybody. 10 million, 5 million, 1 million, 500,000, 100,000, 50,000. Our job is to make sure that we're helping you no matter what. So 630-492-1912. So a lot going on. Clearly, I start every single radio show with that. Um, September historically is an interesting month. Obviously, August was tough. The whole year has been tough. A couple things that jumped out to me recently. And I want to just take one quick step back. Uh, the purpose of the radio show is for me to articulate to the masses what other people are feeling. And if others have that, if you have a question, I'm certain that other people have that question as well. I'm in a you know, unique position where I have the uh, uh, opportunity the privilege to talk with all types of investors and, and, and really all over the United States. So 
Yes, I'm domiciled here uh, in Geneva, uh, Illinois. So clearly our, you know, Illinois business and our Illinois client roster is pretty full. But what a lot of people don't know is we do have other offices and we do have uh, a national client base. We work with industries that, um, you know, are, are uh, you know, they have employees all over the United States. So I see a lot, I hear a lot, and I get uh, asked a lot of just great questions. And one of the questions that I'm hearing currently, just given where the market is this year, you know, S&P is down, you know, around 17%. Uh, the long, think about this next stat, the long bond ETF is down 22%. And that's an ETF backed by long bonds. So I am hearing constantly, what am I supposed to do with my safe money? And in this industry, people are looking for a crystal ball. Um, crystal balls don't exist, clearly. At least mine is foggy. And if, if, if someone is telling you they have a crystal ball, you might want to run from, from that advice. But there are investments that you can get as close to a crystal ball as there is in this industry. Pros and cons, I think one of my jobs is to make sure that I'm just articulating in simple, digestible, understandable uh, terms of, you know, here are the pros, here are the cons. But if you have a large bond portfolio, please reach out. You've probably lost a lot of money. Uh, I think that is going to continue. And if your safe money is losing money, then that makes the equity money that you have that is probably down look even worse. So if, you, if you're in that situation, uh, again, there are strategies in this uh, business. Uh, again, pros and cons to each, but if you're content with kind of that five to, oh, let's say eight, maybe 9% um, area annualized returns for your safe money, your bond money, you don't want interest rate risk, you don't want to continue to lose money in the bond space, let's have a conversation, 630-492-1912, because especially what's going on in, with interest rates and inflation. And um, it's just, I think, something that you probably, sh I know you should have been told this, you know, months and months and months ago. We were talking about it, I don't know if it was last summer or the summer before on the radio, but it's, uh, you know, it's, it, it was telegraphed. And, and I think that is what I look at first and foremost when somebody sends me their statements to review, because generally, you know, the, the life cycle of, you know, working with me is or my firm is let's have an initial conversation can we help you first and foremost are you looking for help that is a big big uh, you know uh, characteristic that we have to make sure that you uh, have because if you're not looking for help then we certainly can't help you but one of the things that i'll look at when uh, listeners send in their statements and we'll you know do our complimentary portfolio review is what did they do in the bond market? What did their advisor do in the bond market? What did they do in the bond market? How did their strategy do in the bond market? And that can tell me so much about the over, um, you know, the construction of the portfolio, because I think portfolio construction, if you've met with us, you know that we have to have different return drivers. It's, uh, it's so critical, especially today. So it's one of the things that I look at, especially when people are losing such a large amount of money uh, with, their, with their safe money. So a bunch of questions I'm getting, uh, you know, a lot of individuals, are we in a bear market? Are we in a bull market? What, what do you think about that? Uh, what I think is truly irrelevant, uh, I've heard, you know, conversations uh, that I've had that, you know, advisors recommended, you know, going in, you know, in January that there was only going to be one more 
uh, or they were going to increase interest rates, you know, one time and then, you know, inflation was going to come back down and it's time to go into large cap growth. Well, how'd that work out for you? So, you know, opinions in this business don't mean a whole lot. Uh, We want to make sure that we're just looking at the data. Data doesn't think, data doesn't feel. The data is the data. And, you know, I think that is, you know, advisors are prideful people. And rather than trying to fix uh, what is wrong, they try to justify why they were wrong. And then uh, who gets hurt is ultimately the client. So I'm getting a lot of questions. Are we, you know, is the bear market, are we in a bear market? Is it, you know, what, is, what do you look like? The market draw or, you know, spike back up. So here we are, are we off to the races again? A couple of things that we have to look at. Again, we just let the data tell us, um, you know, if we are, you know, back in a bull market and we're back running to the races, it would be the fastest bear market bottom uh, with Fed rising interest rates. I don't think individuals are, you know, fully articulating when the Fed says pain. Those are their exact words. I interpret that as they want the market to go down. They're trying to slow the economy. They're trying to get people to stop spending money and, and, and they use pain and and if pain, if you feel pain when you lose money, uh, I think the Fed is very adamant that they're going to continue to do what it takes to get inflation under control. Some people say it's under control. Some people say it's not under control. I look at the data and it's not under control yet. So if we are, you know, if we did put in a bottom and then it was the fastest bear market bottom with while the Fed is raising interest rates, it would average four months. It's four months shorter than the average bear market. And, you know, that is, you know, there are just things that lead me to believe that ultimately, you know, we are in challenging times and we're continuing to be in challenging times. And I think that you have to look at the market different. You look at, you know, uh, we all have, you know, radio sources or TV sources or analyst sources that we read with that we you know, use when we're making decisions. And one of my favorite shows on CNBC is the halftime uh, show that has, um, you know, individuals that actually manage money for investors. And one of the, um, you know, co-hosts or, uh, you know, whoever is, is on the show, you know, he really, uh, this week, he, he had a great point because people were saying, you know, the market is going to come back. The market is going to, uh, you know, we're going to be higher in 12, 24, 36 months from now, all which may be very, very true. But he kind of laid it on the line in a way that I don't think most people do is that, listen, we wake up every day not to lose money. And again, you know, that is the goal of, I think, you know, the financial advice business. And, you know, so their job is, or as he was saying, is that, you know, we want to make sure that we live in the absolute return space, meaning we're not just trying to find a benchmark that we're trying to make sure that, uh, we're not losing money. And of course, you're going to lose money, you know, during the year at times. And, and this year looks like it's going to be a down year. And it may be a, you know, a big down year. We have to look at, well, okay, fine. What are we doing to make sure that we can actually take advantage of this volatility? And in many of our uh, models, there's a large cash position. And cash is, you know, a, just a really great investment, especially in periods like today. You know, cash is king. Cash can be put to work at lower prices. And then when we get back into a more trending market, well, those losses that, you know, our large cap uh, or core growth portfolio have experienced year to date, they're in theory going to be recouped much faster than ultimately the market. So, 
you know, I, I just want to make sure and I want to articulate to everybody that, yes, a plan is important. We want to make sure that um, that your plan is in place, that your plan is solid, that you've done cash flow analysis, or you've done tax reduction strategies. I mean, I don't know if, if there's a huge opportunity to reduce taxable income that runs through the end of the year. Uh, that investment is, uh, you know, well, provides great, great tax benefits. We want to make sure that we go over the pros and cons, the risks associated with the investment. But if you're a high wage earner, you sold a business, you sold a building, you inherited you know, a bunch of money and you have a, a large tax bill, we need to have a conversation because you know, there are strategies that through the end of the year, that sunset, that we can um, really hopefully reduce that taxable or that tax liability and um, you know, give you an investment that's gonna also pay you, you know, cash flow from, from day one. So those are strategies that we wanna, we wanna talk about. Again, it just all comes down to you know, portfolio construction. So a lot to get to this week. Uh, after the break, we're, we're gonna talk more uh, about the market strategies and kind of what we're seeing out there. If you do wanna have a conversation, now's the time to uh, just you know, reach out to us. Paige will answer the phone today and she will schedule our time to talk for the coming week. 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912, or visit the website, kuhncp.com, kuhncp.com. Click on meet with an advisor or contact us and you can get in uh, touch with us that way and she'll certainly reach out and schedule a time for us to talk. So more after the break. Would you like your portfolio to be more certain in uncertain times? These days, there are more questions than ever. Before we can get to the answers, we have a question for you. What do you want to accomplish? Understanding the bigger picture is the first step to helping you pursue your goals today, tomorrow, and for generations to come. To schedule a complimentary call with Robert, please call 800-674-3217. Again, that's 800-674-3217. With Kuhn Capital Partners, partnership isn't just a promise, it's in our name. Welcome back. You're listening to Destination Retirement. I am your host, Robert Kuhn. I'm the president and founder of Kuhn Capital Partners. We're independent. We're a registered investment advisory firm. We're a fiduciary. Everything we do is to provide a profoundly different wealth management experience, investment experience, financial planning experience. Call it what you want. Our job is to make sure that we're bringing you something that is unique and that is not often seen in the under $5 million space when it comes to investing. Our clients have 50,000, our clients have seven, eight, nine, $10 million net worths and investable assets. So don't let wealth management or that phrase scare you off. We work with investors who really have a willingness to understand that you know they may not have the best plan in place, they may not have the best investment strategy in place and they're open to learning about new and innovative ways to make sure that we're doing all we can to reduce portfolio losses. It's really simple math. If we lose less, ultimately you make more. So that sounds like something you want to talk about. You can do that by giving us a call at 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. Paige, my great assistant, will set a time for us to talk this week, uh, 630-492-1912. Or you can visit the website, kuhncp.com, kuhncp.com. Click on meet with an advisor. Clearly, investors are concerned about inflation. And if you look at or listen to the financial press, many times you hear, obviously, you know, inflation is an issue, but it's under control. It's transitory. 
Well, it wasn't, and it's a lot worse than we anticipated. There were a lot of uh, mistakes that led to inflation, and people are comparing it to, you know, kind of the 1970s, and, and, and I was born in 1974, which makes me almost 48 years old. So a lot of, you know, the 1970s certainly uh, is, you know, history books for me. But I have heard the stories. I hear clients tell me all the time. Uh, you know, we have, you know, our first mortgage was 16, 17, 18 percent. Um, you know, my son is uh, in his mid-20s and he's uh, buying his first house. And we were talking about, you know, interest rates. And, and he was a little disappointed that, you know, where interest rates were at today. And I said, well, you know, we have to put that in context. I mean, historically speaking, I mean, it's still cheap money. But um, inflation is an issue. And, you know, I don't think people are taking into consideration the gravity of, of, of what it means when the Fed says that there's going to be pain ahead. And, you know, pain ahead, it generally means slowing economy, portfolio losses. They want people to feel, I guess, you know, less rich and, and spend less money. But when you hear people come on TV or you read, you know, many people say that there's always an agenda. There's always an angle, first and foremost, which I think is a problem in this business is, you know, there's so many conflicts of interest, especially when it comes to managing money. Uh, I think, you know, I'm getting off a little bit on a tangent here, but, you know, there's 8,000 or 9,000 individual equities. And I think, you know, investors uh, really need to work with advisors that have a rules-based uh, strategy. Rules-based meaning that there are certain criteria. You can't wear out a stock. You can't wear out an ETF. Does it really matter to you um, where you're invested if as long as we have the risk profile in place? I mean, you want an advisor that has the opportunity, the methodology, the infrastructure to be able to go to wherever it is in the equity markets or the debt markets to make sure that ultimately they're, you know, doing all they can to, to weather any kind of what ifs that we're experiencing and making money. I mean, that at the end of the day, I know we talked about it on the first segment. I mean, that's the job of an advisor is make you money. And if you're down a lot this year and you don't have a large chunk in cash, because that's the hedge, I mean, losing money, it's going to happen. This is certainly a year that we're looking like it's going to be down and maybe down double digits. Nobody knows clearly, but if you look at your portfolio and if you are fully invested right now, well, it's going to take you a, a long, long time uh, potentially just to get back to even. So if you are down and you have a larger cash position inside of the portfolio, well, that's going to be used as an opportunity. That's going to be used, well, in theory, right? That's going to be used to recoup portfolio losses much quicker. And, and again, losing money, it, it happens. But that is how you know that you have an attentive uh, advisory group or a portfolio manager, call us, you know, whatever you want, that can then ultimately take advantage of, you know, hopefully the snapback, which it may take three years, it may take five years. I mean, nobody knows what's going to happen in this market. Um, you know, the gains historically have been uh, excessive. Uh, we love them, but it, if we just revert back to the the mean, it's uh, you know it may take two or three or four years to get back to markets that you're used to. So back to my inflation story, you know the ingredients of the 1970s they're already in place. Uh, you know you look at the monetary and fiscal policy mistakes of last year, 
which truly, you know, led to, I think there was a whole lot more, but it really led to setting off, you know, this inflation spike here. There's a lot of similarities to the 1960s. And, you know, that is an issue. And if you look at, you know, where we're, we're at in kind of the business cycle, and if you look at where we're at with individuals that are retiring, you know, when you're retiring, you know, five years, seven years, 10 years, or if you're in retirement today, you know, inflation is, is a real issue. And I don't think advisors fully understand, or, you know, if they have, then, you know, they probably would have positioned portfolios different, but I try to, I don't think they fully understand the gravity that, you know, raising or rising or persistently high inflation can cause on either those that are in retirement. So it's, it's your cash flow needs now, or those that are, you know, five to seven to 10 years from retirement, what your cash flow needs may be at that time. Um, I, I just don't understand how, you know, I look at, you know, kind of investors today, and you know, let's just call it 60 plus. So it's kind of that 60 years old to, uh, or, you know, even, you know, 55, 56 uh, to kind of, you know, that 80 year old range, right. Or 80 year olds that, you know, if you have been told by an advisor that the way to manage money is to have a balanced portfolio and what makes a balanced portfolio a balanced is you're going to have a lot of fixed income. And when you look at fixed income being bonds or bond funds or ETFs in the bond space being down 10 to 22%, how do you feel? And I, I just, you know, if, if you've been told a story that the only way to invest is to buy and hold, buy and forget, take every single down market that comes, ultimately you're gonna be fine, you can't time the market, blah, blah, blah. I mean, all of those things are very, very true. I mean, are we trying to time the market on a second by second basis? Well, of course, that's gonna be very, very challenging. Does that mean that you have to stay fully invested no matter what is going on in the economy, especially, you know, in the fixed income space and just take a 15 to 20 to 22% loss for your safe money? Uh, I don't think so. So 630-492-1912, time to get innovative, time to bring strategies to your portfolio that uh, have some level of risk mitigation. There's a tremendous amount of them out there. It's my job to screen them. It's my job to take something complex and, uh, you know, explain it to you so you can ultimately make a decision. So 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912, Paige. Uh, she's great. If you haven't had a chance to talk with her, um, you'll love her. She will certainly set a time up for us this week to uh, to, to kind of go over your situation. As many of you know, I'm, I'm a research junkie. I'm, I'm, I mean, I think that's our job is to is to just devour information and content and, you know, put that into, you know, our stew that we're providing, um, you know, investors with, you know, financial advice. And it comes back down to, um, you know, again, you know, the buy and hold philosophy that, you know, 90% of maybe 95% of advisors, you know, are prescribing to, uh, to all clients, no matter their situation. I saw a great quote or a statistic uh, this week and it said, you know, in 22 years of, uh, of doing this, nothing stands out like this one. And so they, they started, you know, in the industry a couple of years after I did. But last week, institutional traders bought $8.1 billion worth of put options, uh, and they bought less than $1 billion in calls. 
that's three times more extreme than in 2008. And without getting into options and turning this into an options uh, course, I mean, if you're, if you're using puts in some form or fashion, um, it's either to hedge equity positions or you believe that the market is going to go down. And the challenge with options is you have to be right on the timing and you have to be right on the direction. But if we look at, um, I mean, three times more extreme. So if you look at what the institutional investors are doing, they're either, you know, expecting, you know, a, a whole lot more pain or they're hedging their current portfolio, which I think is a lost art in the under $5 million space, you know, hedging and protection and having strategies in place that can do well when the markets don't do well. You know, it's, it's just not seen very much. And I think that's what gives us, you know, the opportunities, the at-bats that we have with, you know, helping new investors is, you know, that's something we wholeheartedly believe in. I think you hedge every aspect of your life. You hedge uh, your home with homeowner's insurance, your car with auto insurance, your life with life insurance, your health with, um, you know, just your traditional insurance. What about your investment portfolio? What is your hedge? What's your downside? What is your strategy in place that if the, uh, you know, the fixed income market goes down 20%, which has never, uh, you know, happened and we're experiencing the worst fixed income market. Now I know I'm painting that with a broad brush, uh, but the worst fixed income market ever, what is your strategy? What's, how, what are your reactions? How do you not let that happen? What's your loss mitigation? And so, and, and it goes, you know, for the equity side, the equity side is relatively easy to, to hedge away risk. I mean, that's not, doesn't mean it always works, but there are plenty of strategies in place that can do that. But when you look at, you know, just that statistic, for example, and you look at what institutions are doing, and I mean, that's a, that's a, that's a pretty sizable chunk of money, um, you know, $8 billion uh, on the downside protection versus a billion dollars on the upside. And, and again, there's various reasons. There's a lot of, you know, um, uh, reasons why somebody would, you know, buy puts. Uh, but if you look at that in relation to relationship to 2008, and it being three times, you know, more, uh, for example, I mean, that just has to make you think that has to make you wonder. And you have to wonder if, um, you know, people think that this market is going to stay down longer, it's going to be, you know, a prolonged down market where, we may not see big spikes down, but we just you know don't see a whole lot of spikes up. So those are the things we're trying to guard against. Those are the things that we want to have conversations with. We love portfolio construction. Again, we believe that you have to have a protect and spend stage. You have to have a growth stage, and you have to have an opportunistic stage. And you know each of those strategies are different, but when you have a little bit of each, ultimately we believe you have a portfolio that can um, weather you know volatile times. Uh, in our opinion, uh, absolutely better than just buying and holding. Buying and holding is great for the advisor because they make money and they convince you that it's okay to lose money and you can't play defense. And if that's the kind of relationship that you have and you're uncomfortable with it, now's certainly the time. I don't know if there's a better time given the market to give us a call, reach out to Paige. She'll answer the phone today. She'll set a time for us to have an initial conversation this week. You can do that at 630-492-1912. 630-492-1912 or visit the website. Uh, take a look at our blog. We're really trying to push content out there. Education is at the forefront of everything we do. KUHNCP.com, KUHNCP.com. More after the break. 
Are you considering buying an annuity? Or did you buy an annuity because you were promised stock market-like returns with no downside? If you own the wrong annuity, there is a great chance you've experienced little to no growth over the past few years. In many instances, the insurance agent received more in commission than many have in actual investment growth. If you'd like to learn more about our annuity repair strategy, please call Robert, 800-674-3217. Again, that's 800-674-3217. With Kuhn Capital Partners, partnership isn't just a promise, it's in our name. Welcome back. Thank you for joining us this morning. My name is Robert Kuhn. I am the host of Destination Retirement. I'm also the president and founder of Kuhn Capital Partners. We're independent. We're a registered investment advisory firm. We are a fiduciary. Everything we do is to provide a profoundly different wealth management experience. Wealth management means a lot of different things. It means different things to different people. We like to say that you're wealthy because whatever you have, that makes you wealthy. Whether it's 10 million, whether it's 100,000, at the end of the day, that's what you have. You're wealthy. Don't compare yourself to other people. Now let's make sure we've got a plan in place that uh, can manage and mitigate the what ifs that we're experiencing. A couple ways to get in touch with us, Paige, uh, if you want to uh, schedule a time for us to talk this week, she'll set that up today. You can give her a call at 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. She'll set a time for us to have our initial uh, conversation over the phone or a Zoom or in person this week. So whatever you're comfortable with, generally it's a 10, 15, 20 minute phone call. That's generally how most people uh, want an introduction to what we do. It also gives us an opportunity to learn a little bit about what you're doing, uh, what you like, what you don't like, what your concerns are. Um, and that gives us really just an understanding and an idea if we can help you. And if we can help you, then we'll certainly go to the portfolio review stage. Uh, that is uh, a little labor intensive if you consider, you know, two or three minutes of getting us your holdings and then allow us to do our job. And then we'll report back. And if we find something that you're uncomfortable with, then we'll take it to the next stage, which is what are our thoughts? What are our philosophies? How do we manage money? How do we construct portfolios? Why do we have different segments of portfolios? Why do we have a growth bucket? Why do we have a protect and spend bucket? Why do we have an opportunistic bucket? Uh, why do we have a tax mitigation bucket? And how does that compare to what you're currently doing? Then we'll give you a decision to, uh, to make. And if you decide to uh, work with us and transfer over that money to us. It's done every day in this industry. It's very simple to do. A lot of people actually ask if they have to reach out to their current advisor. And, and I get it. Um, I've having, you know, our business, I mean, if we look at it, it's, it's, it's gone kind of as expected. Uh, when the markets are ripping and roaring, I think, you know, um, the, you know, clients signing on with a new advisor is slow. Uh, or certainly slower than when we're in periods like we have been this year. Um, I don't know if I've worked uh, this hard uh, since I was in my you know mid-20s when I started in this industry. And we're here to help everybody. We, we will certainly do that. I think my job as somebody who provides financial advice over the radio and blogs and in public forums I feel very, very strongly that my job is to make sure that I'm telling a compelling enough story on what is wrong with financial advice that individuals 
will not wait to lose 10, 15, 20, 30% before they reach out for something new. So that's something that keeps me going. That's something that I take very seriously. Um, so it's, uh, you know, I, I have that weight on my shoulders because it's easy to, you know, tell a story of what's wrong in this business. And then people can relate to that when they're down 15, 20, 30, 40%, and they have no hope of ultimately making up those losses other than, you know, the market coming back, meaning they're fully invested. They have no cash to put to work at lower prices. So that's something that, that I strive to do better each and every radio show. Sometimes people say, you know, a, a lot of clients or a lot of individuals who have listened uh, to the show over and over and over again, they say it can get a little bit repetitive. And I mean, there's really only, you know, 10 different topics that, that I think, you know, can have a meaningful impact on investors' portfolios. And so if it is repetitive, I, I apologize, but, you know, we're out there to, to tell the story to help people not lose money. So 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. There was an article we talked about, oh, goodness, so if we're in September now, probably, oh, maybe June, July, uh, maybe it was beginning of the summer, so uh, early June, Jeremy Grantham, a, you know, a historian, uh, you know, a fantastic uh, and, and very successful uh, money manager, He's had a, a very long track record of calling uh, bottoms and calling bubbles and, you know, 2008 to early 2000s, 87, et cetera. Uh, he wrote a story and, and we talked about it a lot. And, and uh, are we in a super bubble? And, you know, I've, I've heard a lot of people pick up on that. Could we be looking at a tragic super bubble? And what does a super bubble mean? And the article is fantastic. And, and if you uh, having read it, um, just you know, give us a call six three zero four nine two nineteen twelve, and we'll we'll get the, uh, the 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 article out to you as well as some of the other research that that he has written. Um, but it's it's very telling, and you know, here we are today, where you know we have two or three or four you know different let's just call them items, situations, what have you, that are now happening all at once. So. You know, super bubbles um, are issues. Um, you know, people think that 2008 was a, uh, a super bubble, but you look at what happened in 2008. Yes, there was a tremendous amount of pain, especially in the equity markets uh, where the markets went down, the government came in, they did what they did, and then ultimately the markets popped back up. And then, you know, we've been on this tear ever since. But, but you know, wh where are we at today? Well, today, I mean, you know, I'm not concerned about banks. I'm not concerned about liquidity yet. Um, I mean, I guess that could happen, but I, uh, but I do think, you know, the big financial institutions, whether they're banks or insurance companies, um, you know, those that are deemed as too big, uh, too big to fail, you know, that was one of the great things that came out of what happened in 2008 is I, I think the capital requirements are totally different than uh, today than what they were, uh, you know, in 2008. But that doesn't mean that we can't have prolonged uh, up a prolonged down market um, and, and not have the market ultimately, you know, drop and then, you know, snap back uh, immediately. So those are the things that when I hear the likes of very uh, prestigious, very, you know, I think Jeremy uh, Grantham is in his early 80s, um, come out and, and, and build cases for super bubbles. Those are things that should, you know, catch our attention. Those are things that, um, you know, us as advisors should, should really pay attention to because 
there's absolutely, it's unquestioned. There's a difference between the more money you have and the larger your portfolio, the advice is absolutely different. And that is something that, you know, I've seen in this industry for years and years and years. It's something that I'm very proud of to report that, um, you know, we're going to provide, we believe, cutting edge risk management strategies to everybody. You know, we don't have an account minimum. I mean, we think there's an account minimum that, that you need to have for us to help you. But at the end of the day, we're going to help anybody who wants to uh, be at the cutting edge of, of risk management. And if that's you, give us a call at 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912, um, because it's, uh, it, it's, it's just very, very timely. So a couple of things I want to get into on uh, Social Security. You know, we, we don't often talk a lot about Social Security on the radio show. But it is an important part of our business. I'm not a social security expert. I do have a social security expert um, on my team, and we're doing a lot of social security maximization reports. Uh, those reports are complimentary. Um, if you're, you know, close to, um, you know, needing to turn on the, uh, you know, social security, and you're wondering, do I turn it on now? Do I, um, do I turn it on later? What does it look financially? What does it look? You know, if you just look at the data, I have a spouse, should she also turn on hers as well? Um, you know, the report is fantastic, and I'm so amazed. I'll be honest with you, Social Security to, is incredibly boring to me, um, but I have, I think, the most knowledgeable person that I've ever met on my team um, in the Social Security space. Uh, he's an expert, and I don't use that word uh, lightly. And then when you take into consideration the resources that we have, uh, for the Social Security maximization report, um, it's it's just a it's it's great and it's great for you, the investor, because we can put some data and some science behind um, you know Social Security and when I should take it and when I shouldn't take it. Because as I've said many times in the past, um, you know we have people that have no clue what their Social Security is. I mean they do, but they could care less. They don't need it. And then we have other clients that that makes up you know the lion's share of their you know cash flow in retirement. My thought process is if we paid into it, let's maximize it. I don't care if it's a dollar. If they owe it to me, let's get it. And it's one of those things that it, it's relatively simple, but if you haven't done this your entire career, it can be overwhelming. And there are strategies to maximize it. And unfortunately, it's not a big moneymaker in the financial advice space. So it's, you know, there's not a whole lot of cutting edge strategies out there or advisors talking about it. Um, but I think it's, it's something that every one of our clients ultimately needs it. So I recognize that value. And we want to be, you know, the go-to social security maximization, you know, firm and uh, make sure that we're, you know, doing all that we can to, um, to help you decide when to turn on social security and to maximize it. So if you're getting to that stage, um, or if it's within you know five years, now is probably the time to start planning on that. You can reach out to us, and and we'll certainly have that conversation. Share with you what that report is. It is complimentary. We don't charge in any way. Six three zero four nine two nineteen twelve. Six three zero four nine two nineteen twelve. But hopefully, we'll get a big bump in inflation. Right? I mean, hopefully, we'll see you know Social Security um, go up, and it'll be interesting to see how they or what the government deems as a, a true inflation number, uh, but it'll be important. And it's something that, um, you know, again, uh, if you have any questions, you know, we're here to, uh, to help. 
I just remembered actually what I was going to talk about uh, in the first segment. So maybe out of place now, but but whatever. If you've listened to uh, the radio show, uh, either live or, you know, we do podcast the show. And I do want to, I see the numbers, you know, they're going where we like them to go up and to the right. That means that people are listening, people are engaging. Um, I want to see if you can help us out. Uh, go to the website. If you find any value in the show, go to the website, KUHNCP.com. Click on the radio tab. Send that link to your friends, your family, anybody who needs to hear it. Um, you know, that is something that, um, you know, we're just very passionate about. And if you're like me, I mean, when I need something done, first thing I call is a friend, a neighbor. Hey, who have you worked with in the past? Who have you listened to? Who have you talked with? Uh, that um, I need to talk to about, you know, getting XYZ work done. So if you find any value in in the show, just uh, please move that on. Okay, fine. Now I'll get to Apple. I apologize. Um, Apple, company, phenomenal. Stock, I don't know. Is it a good price? Is it, is it not a good price? Those are the things. And if we look at just Apple and when we comes when it comes to investing, that's it. You can't, you know, judge a company's stock the current price based upon what you think of the company. I love Apple. I love the company. I love the product. Does that mean that it's a good stock to buy? In this segment, it seems out of place, but we were talking kind of about, you know, in the first segment that you can't wear out a stock, you can't wear out, you know, an ETF and, and, and you have to make sure that you're buying it at, you know, a price that ultimately, you know, you feel the risk uh, to the, to the downside is, uh, is mitigated and then there's certainly you know more risk to the upside but there are times especially with apple where great company but it's not a good buy so we'll get more to that you know um you know in the last segment here but you are listening to destination retirement i am robert kuhn president and founder of kuhn capital partners 630-492-1912 give page a call today 630-492-1912 set a time up for us to talk this week more after the break hoping is good knowing is better you are unique and your investments and plans should reflect that investors today want defined outcomes not investments that simply track the stock market up and down did you know most of all mutual funds and managed accounts by prospectus must stay fully invested no matter how good or bad the stock market is there is a better way we want our clients to use portfolio gains to compound their investments not make up for portfolio losses Schedule a complimentary call with Robert. With Kuhn Capital Partners, partnership isn't just a promise. It's in our name. Welcome back. You're listening to Destination Retirement. I am the host. My name is Robert Kuhn. I'm also the president and founder of Kuhn Capital Partners. We're a fiduciary. We're independent. We're a registered investment advisory firm. Uh, everything that we do, as you know, is to provide a profoundly different in investment, wealth management, financial planning, call it what you want experience. Any questions you have in relation to investments or money, uh, give us a call at 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. Paige, uh, my great assistant, will answer and set a time for us to uh, get in touch uh, this week. Again, 630-492-1912. Or visit the website, KUHNCP.com, KUHNCP.com. We do podcast every episode of this show. So if you go to the website and click on radio, um, you can listen to the show. Please send 
uh, that link on to anybody that needs to hear the message. That would be greatly appreciated. And um, hopefully, you know, you're doing uh, them a favor. If you think that they need to hear the message, hopefully they'll, they'll understand that and they'll listen to the show as well. So a couple things uh, in the last segment, uh, you know, I, I, I continuously get asked about risk. I had a, a request this week to uh, go over, um, well, it was in, in person, you know, what do, you, what do I think are the greatest risk factors when uh, someone who is planning for retirement, what are they? And I thought, well, that's a great question. And, and that's something that I should probably talk about on the radio. So I want to spend some time this uh, last segment going over what it is that I perceive to be the, uh, the greatest risk factors that you know, investors in their late 50s and 60s and 70s and certainly into their 80s are experiencing. And when you understand the risk factors that can come uh, between you and your ability to retire, uh, how and when you want is an important step, first and foremost, toward, I think, meeting your retirement goals. We have to understand uh, what it is, the risks that, uh, that you can face. And, and those risks change. And that's Again, a pet peeve of mine is that, you know, when you invest with an advisor, nothing seems to change. You know, one year out, it's the, it, even if you're down 20%, don't worry about it. We've got a plan. I mean, it, it just makes absolutely no sense. And I'm going to try not to deviate from my purpose for this last show, which is talking about the risk factors. But we want to make sure that, you know, obviously we increase the likelihood that you'll have the funds that you need when you retire so you can have that cash flow to live the life that you envisioned. So let's get into the risks. I think first and foremost, um, I think it's a great risk. I think it's a great thing, but it is a risk and it's something that we have to, to worry about, but is longevity. Um, you know, while none of us can obviously predict how long we will live, uh, individuals at uh, age 65, they have a high probability of spending 20 plus years or more in retirement. And if you've heard the statistics like I have, uh, if you have a husband and wife and, and you reach 65, there's a 50% chance one is going to live into their 90s. As life you know, span increases, many people have to spend more time in retirement than they spent working. So you have to look at your retirement. You have to look at your portfolio. You have to look at can I weather, you know, these bull markets, these, well, of course, we all can weather bull markets, right? Um, but these bear markets, these big market drops, call them what you want, that are happening much more frequently, much uh, with much greater intensity. So it's not going to stop. And unfortunately, the traditional advice as you get older, as we talked about a lot on the show, is move more to fixed income. Well, you know, how did that work out for you this year? And, and I know the answer to that, and it's not very good. So longevity. Longevity is a risk. It's a great risk. I think it's an amazing thing, but we have to plan for it. Uh, inflation, obviously, I think that's, you know, the, the, the second greatest risk. Uh, well, they're all important, but, you know, the, one of the major risks is inflation. I know we talked a lot about that. Uh, this show kind of, you know, all over the point or all over the uh, the topic of inflation. But the longer your time in retirement, clearly, the greater the potential that inflation uh, may erode your savings and your purchasing power, which ultimately is going to impact your lifestyle. That is something that we have to guard against. This makes it 
more important, I think, than ever to develop an income strategy that can help outpace inflation and can keep up with you know, the increasing prices of goods and services. Think about this, and I know this is very basic, but it kind of sometimes if your brain is like mine, uh, basic can be good, uh, but a loaf of bread cost 68 cents in 1990. That same loaf of bread in 2020 is somewhere in the neighborhood of $3. That's an increase of, do the math, 275, 280% in 30 years. I mean, wow, right? And, and then you think about gasoline. Well, we all know what gasoline, but just think about what that is going to do to your costs in retirement the longer you live. So there are strategies, which is great, that can um, help mitigate that. And you're looking at a lot of these um, strategies that guarantee income, that um, you know have some sort of inflation escalator in them. Um, a lot of individuals think that those strategies are for people who you know are kind of in that under one million dollar space. I think they're certainly a consideration for those investors as well. But I think the more money you have, the more you need to offset a lot of that um, risk to banks or insurance companies. And the more money you have, the more creative you can get. Um, so don't think that just, you know, if you have two, three, four, five, six million, that um, you shouldn't look at strategies that um, can consistently, you know, deal with inflation that have some level of safety inside of them. Because what that does is that frees up your money uh, to invest more for growth with the, with the other assets. It's less money that you have to allocate um, to produce cash flow. So inflation, it's an issue. Uh, we've hit that you know, most of the, the, the show today, so we don't need to dive any deeper into that. Uh, a couple other uh, risks that I look at and that I talk with every client about certainly um, so we got longevity, we have inflation, uh, market volatility. I know we talked, you know, a little bit about that today in some form or fashion, but today's financial markets, there's just no question they've become increasingly volatile and more complex. That can create uncertainty for those that are in retirement or those that are nearing retirement. And that can have a direct impact on the cash flow that you're going to be able to receive in retirement. And this is real. And this is not going away. The evolution of technology, it's been fantastic, but I think it's also made the markets much, much more volatile and much more complex. And we're seeing much higher, much lower lows. Um, we want the higher highs to come back. But when you have a sudden market downturn, um, it could have a significant impact to investors who aren't well diversified or don't have the time to uh, wait out a market recovery. And when you're creating your retirement plan, I think you have to consider the impact of volatile markets, what that could do on your retirement assets, and what it could do during your uh, retirement period. And when, you know, when we say diversification, I haven't used this phrase in an awful long time, but I think that the most two overused phrases in the financial advice business are diversification and asset allocation, because most people only own two things, 
They own equities and they own fixed income. That's not diversification. I mean, look at how that or how has that worked for you rather. Uh, I just can't stomach the fact that it's so hard uh, when I hear somebody say, I have a balanced portfolio. Well, I don't even know what that means, right? You had equities and you have bonds. I mean, what about guaranteed strategies? What about banknote strategies? What about alternative investment strategies? What about tax reduction strategies? Or you're just going to have equities that are down, bonds that, that are supposed to be your safe money down 10, 15, 20% this year. How's that working for you? So I don't put that on you, the listener. If you're managing the money on your own, well, I mean, you are the one making those decisions and we're here to help you. But if you have an advisor, it's ultimately the blame's going on them. So yes, we have longevity, we have inflation, we have market volatility. And then lastly, I think one of the greatest risks, which I think goes unknown or not talked a lot about, is withdrawal strategy. I think that's a huge risk uh, as you near retirement is how are you going to take the money out? The rate at which you're going to draw down your savings and your investments to pay for your current uh, living and expenses in retirement, I think that plays a critical role in determining how long your income will last. I mean, you know, that again is something in this industry that's not talked an awful lot about. The rule of thumb, which doesn't mean really anything, everybody quotes it as being 4%. Well, 4% in this interest rate environment probably is not going to do very well for you. So the challenge is most people can't, you know, they, um, or at least many individuals, they need something greater than 4%. So how have you planned for that? How have you, you know, tried to insure away or hedge away um, the risk in, you know, you having a wrong withdrawal strategy. So don't just use, you know, schools of thumb. I mean, you, your rules of thumb, rather, you need something much more complex, something much more sophisticated than just saying, well, 4%, 5%, and that's going to be okay, because that's what everybody says. Well, that study that's quoted, um, that's an old study. That is a very, very old study. So when we look at understanding risks in retirement, you know, longevity, inflation, market volatility, and the withdrawal strategy, those are the core four that I see that we have to make sure that we plan against. Everybody has other, you know, risks clearly, but I think those are the core four that most people are going to, you know, face. And it really comes down to how do we mitigate that? How do we mitigate those risks? How do we hedge against those risks? Every area of life, again, uh, please, please, please hear me. Every area of life, you hedge against risk. But when it comes to your portfolio, well, you just kind of sit and take it, or at least many people sit and take it. And again, my frustrations aren't to the clients. That's not, you know, what I uh, hopefully I'm conveying. My frustrations are to the financial providers, the financial advice providers, investment advisors, call them what you want. Um, I think most fail you. I think most don't uh, set up a portfolio that has different return drivers, that has different ways to make money. I think most people, the only way that they're going to make money is if the market's up. That's a very, very dangerous game to play. So I want to thank everybody for listening to us this week. A couple ways to get in touch with us. Please call Paige today. Set a time up for us to talk this week. You can do that by reaching out to her at 
432-1912, or go to the website, kuhncp.com, click on meet with an advisor. Also, please do us a favor and go to the radio page and send that link on to a friend, family member, somebody who needs to hear the message. Hope everybody has a great week. More next week. This recording is for informational purposes only and should not be considered investment advice. Kuhn Capital Partners does not provide legal, accounting, or tax advice. Any statement regarding such matters is explanatory and may not be relied upon as definitive advice. Opinions expressed are current as of the date of this recording, and such opinions are subject to change. The views and opinions of guests on this program are not necessarily those of Kuhn Capital Partners. Any reference to guarantees, principal or income, protection, buffers, or defined outcome investments are generally structured notes or fixed insurance products backed by the claims paying ability of the offering company and are not insured by any government agency. Kuhn Capital Partners is not affiliated with any guests unless otherwise stated and does not guarantee the accuracy or the completeness of any data presented. Kuhn Capital Partners and its affiliates are not responsible for any trading decisions, damages, or other losses resulting from or related to the information, data analysis, or opinions in this recording. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. All investments are subject to investment risk, including but not limited to the potential loss of principal. Advisory services are offered through Kuhn Capital Partners, LLC, a registered investment advisor.